Welcome to Courageous Wellness. My name is Erica Stein. And I'm Allie French. And this is a podcast about individual journeys within wellness and how to navigate it all. After Allie experienced a cancer diagnosis in her 20s. And Erica went through a sustained 50-pound weight loss and self-love journey. We created a platform to interview real people from all walks of life that have combined all types of practices. From physical wellness to emotional and spiritual, we hear courageous stories and focus on why it's important to share them. We are both certified integrative nutrition health coaches and together with our community are learning to live our most purposeful lives by sharing one courageous story at a time. It takes courage to share these journeys and by talking about them, we aim to destigmatize the process. We want you to be your own health advocate, feel educated and informed on the latest in health and wellness and empower you to feel your absolute best. And because we want to bring forth a wide variety of stories, the opinions of our guests do not necessarily reflect our own, but we hope the diverse and varied stories will empower you to make the best choices for your own life. So join us as we and our community share our courageous wellness. Welcome everyone to this week's episode of Courageous Wellness. Uh, Moving forward, we're going to try something a little bit different and talk a little bit before each episode about what's going on with us this week and if there's anything fun going on that we want to share. So yeah, and then we'll get into the episode and we definitely have a fun one this week with Lauren of Monty is that we can't wait for you to hear. But first, Allie, how has your week been? What's going on with you? Yeah, um, it's been pretty good so far. Uh, One thing that I have been doing for myself, um, cause I had to travel a lot last month and, um, being home again for the past three weeks, I would say has really allowed me to focus on moving every day, which if anybody knows me, like it's probably the most, I don't know, the biggest part of like that I have to challenge in my own sort of wellness, self-care, whatever you want to call it. I love to move my body, but I don't, I used to do it in the context of my work so much as a, like as a live performer. And so, um, now I don't have that as much anymore. So I need to incorporate it in different ways. And I like get really bored. I'm just going to be honest about like movement sometimes. And this year without having classes accessible, you know, it's slacked a little bit. So, Anyway, long story short, I've been really focusing on moving every day. And that doesn't mean like an intense exercise every day. It means maybe a long walk um, on the strand at the beach, or maybe it means I've actually been doing Melissa Wood Health, um, her online streaming platform, yoga, Pilates based flows, strengthening workouts, because I really want to like prioritize my strength and my back strength to keep it, um, like guard against pain. (laughs) That's always something I'm thinking about. So anyway, I've been doing her flows probably like five days a week at least. And then also doing long walks. So it's not rigorous stuff I'm doing at all, but her stuff is challenging sometimes, but it's anywhere between like 17 minutes to 40 minutes. Like it's not a huge, sometimes it's a 25 minute, which is sort of that sweet spot. I love that because I never get bored and she always has new stuff. And I feel it's funny. It always reminds me that moving my body is so vital for my mental health. Like, yes, it helps me feel better physically. Sure. But I also feel better about myself when I get that release. And when I just like move, move. I know it's very simple and I know we talk about it all the time, but something that's like good to remind it's for me, it's good to remind myself up. So I'm feeling good about that. And I'm really loving her, her workouts. Yeah. I love her workouts too. I love too. It's, it's almost nice that she doesn't play music. They're, they're almost meditative. And so I I do play music behind it sometimes. So (laughs) I do for me, but yeah, no. And they are meditative though. She does do great meditations too, as a part of it. So it's just like a nice, it's like easy, you know, accessible 
and like doable. It doesn't take up yeah. a huge amount of time, but absolutely feels effective. Um, just as much for like how I'm feeling mentally as for how I'm feeling physically. Yeah. So, um, how about you? What's new like with you or your, yes, it's interesting. This has been a good week for my mental health as well. And, you know, I think, I don't know if in our recent solo episode I shared, but I've just been like feeling funky. I don't know if it's, um, the, the, the state of the world, but I've just, I've been in like a funk. I feel like I haven't really felt like a hundred percent like myself. And so this week is the first week I really felt like myself and in my body and in my skin and just like fully connected. And I think it started with a few things. First is, um, I meal prepped on Sunday. So like Sunday, I really took the day to get ready for the week. I cleaned my whole house with my husband. I gave him some tasks. I was like, clean this. And then I did um, a lot of other stuff with the cleaning. And, um, and then I meal prepped and I made this delicious. um, If you guys listen to the podcast, you know, I love a brown rice pasta uh, or a bean pasta. And I made this, um, like I meal prepped like a pasta salad for the week, but really healthy and filled with veggies. And I used um, an Italian dressing from Primal Kitchen and it was just so yummy. And I got to eat it for lunch that day. And and I just had some like good food. That was my favorite thing I meal prepped, but you know, I, I did some meal prepping on Sunday. And so that really just like I felt good Sunday night. I even, we watched my husband, I watched American Idol, um, which I haven't watched since I was probably like 12 years old, but it was just such a lovely, nice Sunday. And, um, also I went to a really great virtual Buddhist meeting on Sunday morning that like tapped me in Mm -hmm. and, um, that was really like imperative. And the notes I took from that, um, really helped me throughout the week, but basically like Monday morning, um, my workday starts at nine. And I think part of why I had been feeling kind of in a funk is because I was like starting my day scrolling on the phone, which we all know is the worst thing we can do for ourselves, but that's how I've been like starting my day or sleeping in. I always wake up naturally around like six, six 30, um, sometimes even five 30. Cause I'm nuts. That's I go to sleep pretty early though, but, um, I wouldn't get up. I would just kind of like lay in bed, sometimes scroll my phone, whatever. But <laughs> this week I didn't do that. I actually, my husband wakes up earlier than me and I asked him to take our phone, my phone downstairs with him. So I was like, take my phone, like just take it with you. And, um, so I didn't scroll all week long and I know this isn't revolutionary, but not starting my day with my phone was incredible. And if I wasn't really ready to jump out of bed at six, I read and and I love to read and it's such an important form of self-care for me. And so I like read a few mornings, I journaled a few mornings and then I got up, I did my skincare routine, which I've been really enjoying and noticing a difference with. I've been ice rolling too, which I really like. Um, And it kind of wakes me up. And then I chanted, like I did like at least you know, 45 good minutes every single day. And then like you, Allie, I moved my body mm-hmm. all before 9am. And for me, I am a morning person. I don't think, you know, I, I feel like if you listen, I don't think it's better to be a morning or a night person. I just am a morning person. And so if I don't have a great morning, I think that's honestly why I've been in such a funk. Cause I hadn't been prioritizing my mornings and, um, And then I moved my body. And actually, I know I've said on the podcast before that I was moving away from spinning and cardio and hit, but I don't know if it's just something because of what I'm going through with my mental health, but I am craving like a sweat. So like I, as I love the Melissa Wood health and I've done it like once this week, but I am doing like Peloton floor strength classes or hit classes or a spinning class and nothing crazy. Like 30 minutes is my sweet spot. Um, kind of like you, like that 25, 30 minute burn. Um, but just like starting my morning with a sweat is helping me so much. And it was a really, like, I had a good week and I do really think it started Sunday. Um, but I know this is coming out Wednesday, so we can start on Wednesday, (laughs) you know, if anyone's listening and they're feeling inspired, like, as you mentioned, just adding movement, really prioritizing my morning routine and 
Yeah. And making sure my phone is, I used to actually just sleep with my phone in a different room. Um, so if you don't have a partner or roommate who can like physically move your phone for you, um, just like plug your phone in, in a different space. Cause it also forces you to get out of bed. Um, but yeah, I'd say not scrolling is like my biggest wellness hack of the, of the week. week. Isn't, yeah. Yeah, isn't revolutionary, but you know, you know what else I was thinking, um, when you were saying that it's like, if you also, cause I'm the worst at this. Um, but if you don't have it next to your bed, you also then, or if you have it like in a different room, you're also not scrolling that blue light right before you go to bed. Yep. And that's also helpful. I have to still try to incorporate that, but you know, one thing at a time. Um, yeah. So anyway, we have a really, um, I was going to say a yummy episode uh, this week. <laughs> um, should we get right into it? Yeah, yeah let's get right into it. and and tell our listeners a little bit about Lauren. Yeah. So today on the podcast, we have a lovely and yummy conversation with Lauren Montgomery. Lauren is a certified health coach, health supportive chef, and founder of Monty's, a plant-based brand dedicated to creating delicious, clean, and craveable plant-based essentials, starting with cream cheese and butter. Lauren founded Monty's on an overall wellness mission to create insanely delicious plant-based alternatives to some of our favorite essential foods without compromising outstanding taste. After Lauren discovered her passion for plant-based nutrient-dense foods, she began to invest her time in working in restaurants, visiting nut farms, and testing out cashew cheese recipes on friends, family, and every dinner party she was invited to. In 2018, Lauren developed the perfectly delicious and creamy recipe of Monty's cream cheese and butter that instantly became a favorite across New York City restaurants, health stores, and specialty retailers. Monty's recently launched their online shop and now ships direct to consumers nationwide. We've been fortunate to try Lauren's delicious cream cheeses and butters, and we are so impressed with the taste and the ingredients. We are especially big fans of the butter. Through Monty's, Lauren continues spreading the message that indulging in our favorite essentials made from nutritious, clean, and plant-based ingredients can lead to living a more healthful, vibrant, and beautiful life. We have a wonderful conversation about Monty's products and Lauren's journey today, so we really hope you enjoy the episode. This episode is brought to you by our health coaching subscription service on Patreon. The Courageous Wellness Collective has expanded on Patreon to bring our listeners and clients an all-access, accessible platform to educate, inform, and create nutrition and lifestyle habits to meet your personal goals. For $8.99 a month, patrons will receive weekly video content on topics ranging from blood sugar stabilization, gut health, hormone balance, energy, sleep, skin health, how to shop the grocery store, pantry staples, and much more. Included, you'll also receive access to monthly virtual webinars, recipes, and special guest content too. With this subscription, you are guaranteed at least four pieces of fresh health coaching content each month. To learn more and become a patron, visit www.patreon.com slash courageous wellness, or check out our show notes. We look forward to welcoming you to our coaching community. We have an exciting new discount for our listeners with Four Sigmatic. Four Sigmatic offers superfood coffee and elixirs to upgrade your daily routine. The powerful antioxidants, antiviral effects, and immune-boosting properties of mushrooms transform your cup of joe from an energy-boosting treat to a health-enhancing choice. Along with mushroom coffee, Four Sigmatic also offers mushroom elixirs, mushroom hot cocos, and other shroom-filled products. Erica uses the lion's mane in her morning superfood coffee, and even though I hate mushrooms, I absolutely love the products, especially the matcha latte powder, which contains myataki mushrooms and adaptogens. For 10% off Four Sigmatic products, visit foursigmatic.com and use the code COURAGEOUS at checkout, and there's also a direct link in our show notes. Thank you so much for joining us today, Lauren. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, we're excited to get started. And just to um, share with our listeners a little bit, can you tell us about your personal journey 
in wellness, in your own sort of like just journey that's led you to ultimately create Monty's and your products. And we'll get all into that, but just sort of like, how did, how did it look for you along the way and, and getting to where you are now in the work that you do? It's definitely been an indirect journey. I launched Monty's in 2018. Um, my name is Laura Montgomery. Monty is my nickname. That's where it comes from. Um, and it really is a culmination of my entire life and experiences. And it really is kind of this expression or vehicle um, of all of that. And I have always been really passionate about health and wellness. Uh, I would say as early as high school, I became kind of fanatical about learning everything about nutrition. Um, my family also had a pet food business, which, you know, really kind of instilled this entrepreneurial spirit from in me from the get-go. Um, but for so long, I I really was kind of searching for that thing that I wanted to pursue and and actually create a business out of. I just didn't know what it was. Um, so kind of fast forward to college, I went to Fordham, got my master's in marketing and really just kind of explored all of my different passions. Um, I ended up working in fashion buying for a while, um, which I really loved. Um, but I, I kept on coming back and, and getting this pull of, you know, coming back to wellness and nutrition because it was something I was personally passionate about. Um, so I ended up really following that and, and pivoting. I got my health coaching certification while I was working in fashion buying. And, and that to me, um, really made me believe that my career and, you know, my personal and professional life could be completely intertwined and I could create the job and life of my dreams if I believed it to be possible. And that really gave me the confidence to, you know, make the decision to go to culinary school. I, I was doing, you know, all of these classes in, in my free time and, and, you know, trying every dairy free cheese on the market and, um, you know, just finally was like, I need to pursue this full time. And as soon as I got to culinary school, which was non-traditional, it was a health supportive culinary school that focused on alternatives. And um, it really just a light bulb went off. And I was like, this is what I want to do. Um, and one thing led to another. And I really just dove into learning everything about nut cheese and fermentation and following my curiosities and living more intuitively. And that led to the birth of sharing something that I was so passionate about, which was plant-based wellness and nutrition. Thank you so much for sharing your journey. I love it so much. It reminds me so much of Allie and I as well. Like we also launched in 2018 and we had, we both have entertainment backgrounds. So not in the wellness space we are in now. Um, we both worked in entertainment. So I love stories like yours too, because it, 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 life isn't linear life is just not linear. And if you continue to follow your heart and your passions, you truly end up where you're supposed to be. And thank you for also sharing where the name Monty's came from. Cause I was like, Monty's hmm. well, Lauren Montgomery. I love it. Um, so I have a question too. Were you always plant-based like nut cheeses, this world? Like how did you get into the plant-based space as knowing that that was going to be your passion and what you were going to pursue and create on your own? It's really something that, you know, I've just experimented with. I feel like I've tried every diet. Um, I've always been really curious about how things make me feel and how I react to them. I've always been like a really sensitive person to all inputs, um, not just food, to people and skincare and everything. Um, and if you really tune in, you know, everyone is. Um, so, and I, I really, I wouldn't say that I'm 100% plant-based or vegan and I don't advocate for any particular diet. I just truly believe in the healing power of plants and just going back to nature and plants are so healing. And, you know, you, once you kind of dabble in this, you, you get kind of addicted to feeling so good and, and that's where it comes from. It just gives you this vibrant energy and that's why I'm such a huge advocate of it. Yeah, we love, we have a similar philosophy, I would say here, as far as food goes and not necessarily being dogmatic about it, but just, um, tuning into how things make you feel. And I'm 
I'm actually been dairy free for over a decade because I found out I had a really bad um, skin allergy. And so whenever I find new (laughs) dairy free products that aren't highly processed, that are like really great ingredients and taste good, it's sort of like a rare find, to be honest. And so, um, you know, Erica and I got to recently taste some of your some of your cheeses and your butter, which is delicious, by the way. But um, can you share with us now that we're like going into a little bit about what Monty's is and and how it was birthed out of this experience um, through your journey? Can you share with our listeners if they've never tried it before what you actually what you guys actually offer? And a little bit about um, your ingredients and how you source them. Absolutely. So it started as, it started for my passion for fermenting nut cheese. And so what Monty's offers is the purest plant-based dairy essentials, which includes cashew cream cheeses and plant-based butter with the simplest ingredients. Um, You know, my perspective is that of a wellness approach. And I really only use ingredients as close to nature as possible, ones that our bodies recognize. And that really is my mission is to create more consciousness through food, through simple plant-based ingredients. Thank you. Yeah, it's, it's, um, they are delicious. We, like I said, we've gotten to try them and I, I like fancy myself a little bit of like a dairy free nut cheese connoisseur just cause I've gotten to be since before it was even something on a lot of people's consciousness where there are these dairy alternatives. Um, should they choose that? Or if they're, you know, lactose intolerant or whatever the reasons might be, or if they just want to have a more sort of plant-based less less animal products in their diet, whatever the reason might be. Um, or they just find it delicious. And knowing that you have a culinary background too, how can you talk to us a little bit about the process of, you said you had a passion for fermenting nut cheese, but like, how does someone discover that about themselves? Like how, yes. what was your process about creating recipes and, and that sort of like creative process? So what really makes the cream cheese so exceptional in my opinion or different from others is that it is fermented and you're really letting the simple ingredients shine and through the fermentation process you're preserving foods and adding flavor through healthful bacteria um, and that really kind of emulates the same taste as a dairy cheese would because you're using the same process adding very similar similar cultures And you're not trying to, at least my approach is not trying to emulate textures or, you know, use all of these kind of like weird ingredients to create something that is like a faux cheese. It it really is using or emulating the same process of a dairy cheese would, but with a different base. That's so great. I am not dairy free. I know Ali mentioned that she is and cheese is actually my weakness and like my, one of my favorite foods, I will say. And I'm saying that because I love your cream cheeses and your butter. I think I was telling you right before we started recording that I've been eating it every day since I've (laughs) gotten it on, um, toast, which is so yummy and delicious, but I think it really does speak to your product because, um, as much as I love cheese, cheese doesn't always love me back and it can affect my digestion. And so similarly to Ali, but for different reasons, I'm always on the lookout for that dairy free, <laughs> yummy cream cheese. Um, and you're in New York and I feel like cream cheese and bagels and New York is very big, which I also think is important to mention because, um, and I'm Jewish. So like, it's just a part of my culture is, is good cream cheese. And I, uh, yeah, I just love your product. And so with the fermentation, then it does have good bacteria for your gut in it as well with the nut cheeses as well. Are we getting those good probiotics when we eat your product? Yes, you absolutely are. You're getting all of those. Um, I, one thing to note is a lot of competitors actually use a process called HPP or high pressure Mm. pasteurization. Um, which, 
you know, is able to increase the shelf life, but it kills all the healthful bacteria Mm -hmm. in the process. So that's something that we don't do because we spend all of this time trying to proliferate this amazing healthful bacteria. So that all is present in our products. Mm -hmm. And um, another thing that is different is some of them use like acidifiers to kind of shortcut the fermentation process. So it gives that like tangy taste that you would think of in a cream cheese, but it doesn't have all of those like delicious flavor nuances mm-hmm. because that's time. And that's, yeah. well, that's why that's I asked because I haven't heard right of like, and I'm obsessed with gut health. It's my favorite thing. I love feeding, um, my gut good fermented foods, but I didn't, I didn't realize, I don't know how I, I didn't compute in my brain. I was like, Oh, when you're eating Monty's, you're giving your gut all that yummy goodness. Um, and I just have a question too, for you, as you were talking, I was, I couldn't help, but think, you know, for any of our listeners or for anyone who is listening, who is, I love your story. And I love how you were able to really create this product that is so authentic to yourself and is so in line with, you know, your purpose and your mission, like you said. Um, but I think that process of getting there can be so hard. Even you said, I know this is the way I like to eat because of all my experimentation. And, you know, you were a fashion buyer and then it led you to having a plant-based cheese company, right? So for anyone listening, can you maybe talk to us about how you were able to follow your gut, follow your intuition and go along that path as well. Absolutely. It's so aligned with following your gut. (laughs) Eat more Monty's is the answer. (laughs) Um, but you know, that's, that's one thing I think I'm most passionate about is helping people to overcome that like fear hump and to really believe in themselves. And everybody has that creativity and that uniqueness to share. And this is just kind of the vehicle that I've decided to share mine in. And, you know, I think the biggest thing in, in creating this was to kind of like overcome those, those doubts and those fears that, you know, this is something that needed to be shared. And, you know, this is not a revolutionary product. This is not the first nut cheese that's been created. This is just my approach and my perspective. And, I encourage everyone to really just follow their curiosities and start believing in themselves and what they have to share and how they share it is so valuable. Thank you. I think that's a good, that's a good point to make where it's like, we often talk about how many reasons there are not to do something. You can be like, well, there's so many other nut cheeses on the market or whatever, you know, whatever we can give ourselves these reasons through limiting sort of beliefs, Mm -hmm. but there's also your, what you do and what you uniquely bring to any market, right? If someone's feeling that hesitation is it's ultimately going to be different and unique in its own way and maybe create value in its own way, regardless of perceived competition. And, um, I think that's, you know, as a young entrepreneur, that's a great thing to share with other people, because I do think it is really, um, a scary process sometimes to step into that. And I also think there's sort of this unknown sometimes about what if someone wants to become entrepreneurial for the first time, you have an entrepreneurial family so you had some sort of context for what it's like to run a business or perhaps start a business, but there's, are there any tips if someone's listening is like, Oh, I have this great idea, but I've always like, just didn't know how to go about starting the execution of it. Do you have any tips or advice on where to begin? Absolutely. I think, you know, like you said, of course, my family and my dad has been my biggest business, uh, mentor in terms of business, but you know, there's so much that took me just coming to know on my own. So I would say meditation has been a huge thing for me. Just like being able to be in stillness and tune in with yourself. That's really where the magic happens is, you know, you have all of that inner wisdom and you just need to tap into it. So that would be my biggest piece of advice. Um, you know, and like I said, really just 
finding that thing that you want to learn everything about that you, you know, want to read and learn. And, you know, I, I went to so many talks and listened to so many podcasts and, and created those expanders in my life for people that were doing something similar to what I was doing. You know, I, I started doing, um, manifestation workshops and working with a life coach and really synonymously doing all of this self-help so that I could create this thing that wanted so badly to come out. I think that's great to share too, because often I feel like you see, right, the person and you see the product, but it does take a lot of work, right, to get there, no matter who you are, what your background is to create something that is so in alignment with your purpose and your truth. And you mentioned meditation, which makes me wonder, do you have like, what is your relationship with spirituality or your relationship with daily practice? Cause I find when we do talk to so many entrepreneurs, they, there's like always some connection to do it to a daily practice that seems to be there. So I'm just curious if you have one as well. Definitely. Um, I rely on my, my daily rituals so much, um, meditation, meditation being the most important one to me. Um, I have been meditating probably for the past four or five years, you know, doing all different types, kind of exploring what works for me because really there's something different for everybody. Um, but I recently got into TM, which is transcendental meditation um, at the end of last year. And it really propelled my, um, experience in meditation. And I feel like it was the first time I really dropped into a different consciousness and it brought up so much for me. Um, so that's something that I do every day, twice a day now. And, you know, it, th- there are days where, it's a struggle where I don't want to do it. And that's when I need it most. So it's really being able to like have this toolkit that, you know, will get you through and that's it. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. I think Erica does make a good point. We talked to so many entrepreneurs and there's a certain amount of, I don't know if it's discipline or just that, that self sort of led, um, ability to kind of move the day forward or move whatever, like whatever the tasks of the day are that like you have a certain level of responsibility in doing that. Cause no one's going to do it if, if you don't do it for your own self or your own brand. And, um, I find that when people share about their daily practices, it, it makes a lot of sense because you need something sort of like grounding and supporting to be able to be show up as that person. So I'm curious, what does it look like showing up as the founder of this brand that is yours? How do you have to show up for the brand on a daily basis? And then also for yourself, what does that look like? I think it's so important to note that in order to show up for the brand and the business and all the people involved now, it's even more important to make sure that I'm showing up for myself first and foremost. And, and that's, you know, making sure that you're okay before everything else is, because it's the only way. Um, so like I said, I, I do have, you know, kind of a very regimented daily routine, um, and kind of extensive morning routine that I really, always take myself through because I know it sets the tone for my day. Um, and I really emphasize that meditation is not within those periods of time that you're meditating. It really is something that applies to your whole day and it's all a meditation and every interaction and business call and zoom and podcast, it's all a part of the meditation. You know, you're, you're constantly like looking outside of yourself and realizing that you're just here experiencing like all of this. And it, it really is, it really is helpful to get through the stressful times, through the busy times, through the times that you don't think you can get through, you know, with, with um, this kind of business and it, it works. Yeah. Allie and I both chant. So we met through our Buddhist practice and we, we chant and I can just relate to so much 
that you're saying. And it's that morning routine. I know for myself, I feel like when I'm out of it, my whole day is so different. And of course, for me, similar to, as you mentioned, I chant twice a day and starting, starting with the chant and then going through my morning routine really does. Like you're saying, I I really relate to what you're speaking about. We want to take a quick break from this episode to tell you about today's sponsor, Milk and Honey. I have been using Milk and Honey's baking soda-free deodorant exclusively for over two years. This gentle, aluminum-free, baking soda-free deodorant was designed to nourish sensitive skin while keeping you feeling and smelling fresh all day long. When I decided that I wanted to make the switch to clean, aluminum-free deodorant, I tried so many different brands, and each and every time I was plagued with red itchy bumps under my arms on top of not feeling confident that I did not smell. Milk and Honey not only once never gave me those pesky red bumps from their deodorant, but it also passed the smell test, even after an intense spin or hit class. It truly is the best and comes in two scents, lavender tea tree and lemon vanilla. Milk and Honey is a line of non-toxic, effective, and safe bath, body, and skincare products made in small batches in Austin, Texas. They source ingredients as hyper clean as possible, which means both choosing organic and making thoughtful informed choices on safe ingredients. Milk and Honey is a female founded and funded brand. And in addition to clean deodorant, they also carry non-toxic bath, body and skincare products like hydration creams, cleansers, soaps, body polish, and lots more that will make you feel nourished inside and out. Their online boutique also offers clean beauty products from top brands, including Osea Malibu, Virtue, Moon Juice, Kula Sun Care, and more. If you want to try Milk and Honey, you can receive 15% off your order by visiting milkandhoney.com and using the code CWPODCAST, one word, at checkout. You can also find the direct link in our show notes. at the time of this recording, we're, we're at the one year mark of this pandemic that we've all experienced, um, for the last gosh, yeah, the last 12 months, the last year. And I found, I don't know what it is, but there's like, um, a heaviness to recently being like, wow, like we just experienced this, right. Like collectively. And, um, I'm relying on my, my chanting and my morning routine more than ever, but I was wondering too, as a, as this founder and business owner, how was this last year for you navigating your company and in New York city, which I know was so, um, impacted, especially early on, what has it been like for you navigating that? And, and how do you feel now one year later? It was definitely tough for, for everybody. Um, you know, there's, there's really nobody that was excluded for for going through this and no manual for how to deal with it. You know, we're all just figuring it out together. Um, I, you know, of course there was some bumps in the road. Um, you know, I was kind of at this transitional point in my business where we're moving from the small scale production in New York, where I was making everything by hand to this kind of turning point where, you know, we're commercializing the product and, moving to large scale production and, you know, getting it out there in a bigger way. And so it was kind of at this transition, um, which was tough, but also, you know, I, I felt a lot of gratitude that I, you know, had, I was busy and I, you know, we're, we're kind of planning for all of these next steps of the business. And I had that to focus on and ground myself in. Um, so in that way it was good, but, you know, it, it was tough. Like we, you know, a lot of the stores in New York were closing and there was a lot of uncertainty, a lot of delays and just question marks. So, you yeah. know, it was something we, we were all navigating together. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. I, I, I'm sure so many of our listeners can relate to, because even if you're not a business owner, I just feel like there's something about this time, like of the year mark where everybody, I feel like has gone through so much in the last 12 months. And, um, I love when you mentioned gratitude and appreciation, cause I feel like to, to be grounded in that is, is so key too. Yeah. 
Do you have any, can you share with us like some of your favorite, favorite aspects about being an entrepreneur? And then maybe on the flip side, like some of the more difficult realities of it? Sure. So some of my favorite parts about it are really being able to be creative and pioneer a new way and create innovative products and express myself in that way. Um, And going off of that, you know, now that we're growing, being able to have others believe in these things that I've created too. And, and, you know, I'm still kind of figuring it out. It's, it's a new, new venture for me. Um, but it's really cool to connect with people. Like to me, this is all about connecting, connecting through food and, you know, having people join my team that believe in the products and want to cultivate this community with us. Um, and I, love trying to, you know, figure out that path with them and, and find new ways of doing things and solving problems together and bringing better products to people and creating more health in the world and inspiring people to do the same, you know, it really is, is about that. And I would say, you know, on the flip side, um, it is tough, you know, going, I've never gone through this before. And it is something that you're almost kind of expected to know to do once you start, but you know, I'm, I'm learning as I go and it's all just a part of the journey. What, um, what is your dream? Like, where do you see Monty's going developing and, um, my part two to that is what is your favorite product? Can you pick a favorite product as well to tell us about? And yeah, what's your favorite product and what is your dream with Monty's? Yeah. I mean, I feel like I'm living my dream just by sharing these products with people. Honestly, um, it has been the ultimate self-expression, but you know, I really do want to make these pure plant-based products accessible to more people on a larger scale, you know, and, and to be able to expand the line into, you know, different cheeses, different foods. Um, because, you know, I, I really do think that we have a unique perspective and an approach to creating products, um, ultra clean products, um, that are very transparent and sustainable. And I, we have so much, we have so much to create and I'm just excited to share that with more people on a greater scale. Um, and I would say my favorite product right now, I love, I mean, I love just the OG cream cheese, which is just like so simple. So good. Um, was that the first product? What was your first dairy-free product that you came up with? So it actually started with cultured cashew wheels. Okay. I, um, <laughs> I initially made like, there are these beautiful, colorful wheels. I dyed with, um, beets and carrots and just like all natural colors. Um, and they were more of an age style cheese, like the texture mm-hmm. of a goat cheese. So that's kind of how it started. Um, and then really it, you know, people, I, I created the, cream cheese is kind of an auxiliary product. And it was like actually a lot easier to create than the, the wheels initially. Um, but everybody loved it. It was more of an everyday product that people wanted a lot of, and that's what I decided to launch with, um, and focus on, but maybe the wheels will come back eventually. Yeah, that would be cool. I was on your website earlier and I saw that you guys have a strawberry cream cheese. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Ooh, I bet that would be so yummy. <laughs> Yeah. But uh, yeah, that, maybe that's my favorite. That one's good too. <laughs> it's like picking a child, right? You can't pick a favorite. There you go. Yeah. And can you share, I know we'll have mentioned this all in the introduction, but can you share a little bit about the specific ingredients you choose and how you choose them too, before we, we go into our fun wrap up questions? <laughs> of course. So I did a lot of experimenting at the beginning for the nut cheeses. And, you know, I really found that cashews were the perfect neutral foil, which is why I decided to go with that. 
And like I said, all the flavor is added through the cultures and, you know, the proliferation of them and, and fermentation process. So it's really kind of like starting with this neutral base that um, has kind of as little flavor as possible and then creating flavor on top of it. So that's why I went with cashews. I love other nuts. I mean, I'm a nut fiend. I've done a macadamia blend one. You would just have to, for, for other ones, you have to love the nut because it, the nut flavor still comes through. Same with almonds. Um, so I really feel like because I was creating these products for everyone and, you know, something I wanted everybody to enjoy, it, it really felt like the most similar to like a true creamy dairy cheese in having that neutral foil. So started with cashews, obviously, you know, I really wanted to use as few ingredients as possible. Um, and they also had that same like body and texture and um, without adding any, you know, oils or additives to give it that like fluffy, thick texture. Um, so it was a combination of that. And that's really all the cream cheese is. It's just cashews, cultures and salts, which is like crazy to me when people add all these other things to it. Um, and then with the butter, actually, I was making a cookie recipe with the cream cheese and just like added some coconut oil one day and um, kind of very similar approach, you know, just like happened out of just making a fun recipe. And that is just coconut oil, um, California almond oil, sea salt, cashews and water. That's it. Yeah. I was surprised when I was looking at the ingredients, um, there are so few, which is wonderful, but also it's like, I, I was like, how do you get this kind of flavor with such simple ingredients? But you do. And I guess that speaks to the fermentation process. As you said, it's a, it's a slow process. It's not something that you can necessarily speed up. It's nature's process. Um, typically how long do you have to ferment? um, the, the nuts before, before like going into production or what does that part of the production look like? So it's just the cream cheese that is fermented and that takes like one to two days. Okay. And then the butter, um, uh, is not fermented and it is kind of crazy how simple it is, but, um, I really think that the magic ingredient is the almond oil. It adds like a slight sweetness um, most people use like sunflower oil, sunflower lecithin, um, and it, you know, it's kind of an overwhelming taste. So that is the secret ingredient. Don't yeah. tell anyone. <laughs> the butter is it. I love, I mean, who doesn't love butter, but it really, it's really like a butter, melty, creamy, delicious consistency. I just love it so much. <laughs> Thank you for creating it. You have two, um, customers here who are big fans. Um, so as we begin to wrap up, we always ask three wrap up questions and we've kind of touched a little bit on the first one throughout the conversation, but you did mention your morning routine. So I am curious, what does your self-care routine look like on a daily basis? What are some of your self-care non-negotiables? I'd say most of my self-care routine happens in the morning. Like I said, I really take a few hours in the morning. I'm a pretty early riser um, to really set the tone for the day. I always like light a bunch of candles and Palo Santo. I usually read something to reflect on that's inspiring to me. Um, I meditate and then I end up, you know, working out or some kind of movement. You know, that's a non-negotiable for me. Um, and really just kind of write out, set my intentions for the day, make, make a to-do list and then kind of like hit the go button. Um, and really, you know, like I said, the whole, the whole day, it's all a meditation. You know, I, I make sure I check in with myself throughout the day. Um, you know, another important part of my routine is obviously how I eat and making sure that I nourish my body. Um, throughout the day so that I'm energized and grounded. Um, and yeah, it's, it's a really important part of, of my self-care. Thank you for sharing that. And then, okay. So the second question we ask all of our guests is 
What does being courageous mean to you? Being courageous means to me showing up as your authentic self, um, sharing your unique you-ness with the world, cho choosing to live your life through the lens of love of self and others and, and really approaching everything that way and making, focusing on what you can do, like we said, and your individual strengths and not putting your energy towards anything else other than, than that love and positive change. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you for sharing everything you've shared today. I'm so excited for everyone to hear this and to try your products. Um, the last question that we ask everyone um, is, do you have a book that has been particularly inspirational to you along your journey that you can recommend to our audience? Yes. My, one of my all-time favorite books is called Food Energetics. No surprise there by Steve Gagne, the spiritual, emotional, and nutritional power of what we eat. Um, it's honestly one of the biggest activations of why I started Monty's in the first place. That's awesome. Thank you. We've actually, we often have overlapping book recommendations and we've never had that one before. So I'm really excited. I know. To I'm going to, I'm definitely going to read that. I love to read. So I'm like, Ooh, a new recommendation. <laughs> um, so thank you again. And can you share with us if anyone hasn't tried, uh, your products and wants to try your delicious cheeses or butter, um, where can they, where can they find you and follow you and all those things? Yeah, you can find us on Instagram at Monty's NYC. Our new website is launching, livemontes.com. And we'll be launching DTC, shipping nationwide in the next month or so. So stay tuned for that and lots more retailers near you. Awesome. Thank you again, Lauren. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Courageous Wellness. Tune in every Wednesday for a new episode featuring a different guest each week. Subscribe, rate, and write us a nice review. And you can also follow us on Instagram at Courageous Wellness or get in touch via our website, www.courageouswellness.net, where you can also find additional info about our health coaching services, virtual group events, newsletter, and more. Until next week, I'm Allie. And I'm Erica, and we're Courageous Wellness.